You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. So we all have limited time on this planet and truly great among us are the ones who not only work hard, but also have the good fortune to be exposed to opportunities that favour us. And that's on page 225. When you can't, when you can't be, when you can't win by being better, you can win by being different. By combining your skills, you reduce the level of competition, which makes it easier to stand out. You can shortcut the need for a genetic advantage by rewriting the rules on lesson page 225 how to get the most out of your genes biological differences matter even so it's more productive to focus on whether you are fulfilling your own potential than comparing yourself to someone else the fact that you have a natural limit to any specific ability has nothing to do with whether you are reaching the ceiling of your capabilities people get so caught up in the fact that they have limits that they rarely exert required to get close to them and further on it says until you work as hard as those you admire don't explain away their success at luck, as luck it's on page 227 <clears throat> the Goldilocks rule how to stay motivated in life and work while there is still much to learn one of the most conscious findings is that the way to maintain motivation and seek and achieve peak levels of desire is to work on tasks of just manageable, manageable difficulty the Goldilocks rule states that humans experience peak motivation when working on tasks that are right on the edge of their current abilities. Not too hard, not too easy, just right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> can you think of a scenario where the Goldilocks rule would have been applied? I can think of an example on the top of my head mm. where I understand what is being mentioned here about the Goldilocks rule in that you can only work to the edge of your ability and anything beyond is not, not that it's not achievable, but it's like we push it, we'd rather not. Mm me trying to learn a new language okay um and f- funny to say this i've booked myself back in i think this time last year i was booking myself in for <laughs> dutch lessons i've booked myself back in actually for dutch as well yeah 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 for dutch lessons so um yeah but that's the example like i started it last year i've done about and actually i didn't do official lessons i was on one of those apps that like you you log into every on a daily or weekly based off that you want but this one's a paid for thing so if i'm paying for something you're obviously going to attend and stick to it so, um, I'll say that to all the gym goers. Very true. That's a good example. Mm. It's a good example, actually. Yeah. I, I, it's my case. But, um, <laughs> I didn't even mean to yeah, shit on your no, teeth no. But, um, yeah, like I can think of example where something that isn't right on the edge, but it's above where I'm currently at. And you just kind of just think, you know what? Sod this, like, I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's just too, it's too hard, but I just don't want to put in the effort required right now mm. to try and get anywhere near achieving the learning of this language to a, to a decent and proficient, proficient standard. Yeah, um, fine balance. Yeah. I'm just trying to think what, <clears throat> can either of you think of something whereby this gold looks will applies where it's right on the edge of your current kind of like your optimum? Do you know what? My first, my first thought was, um, my first thought when I, when I did, even just as you thought about it, was when I very first worked in a SEN school. Oh, yeah. And I had never done it before, but I'd, I've worked with youth before. I've worked with children and stuff, but I've never worked with special needs. So 
it was at that almost um, getting thrown into the deep end kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But obviously I'd done well and I was able to secure the, the job at the time. But like it was it was testing at the same time. It wasn't like a walk in the park. It was testing parts and those parts that was easy. So it was almost just right. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. that's the first thing I could think of. Or even like um, playing table tennis or going gym. It's like if you if you go against an opponent that's a bit better than you. Yeah. It makes you up your game as well, so you have yeah. to concentrate a bit harder as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you know what? Tim's a good one because obviously you can even you measure that whether you're yeah. doing reps or something and exactly. trying to improve. Now that I think about it, when this whole COVID thing first kicked, so I started going for runs actually, mm. and yeah, I yeah, yeah, and then I had, and at first I was so unfit because I wasn't doing any form of exercise. I was doing the football, but then COVID put a lock to that, so I wasn't playing football on a weekly basis. So I just became unfit, and obviously you're not walking around as much because working from home and all that kind of stuff. And then I started going for runs and my first run was a joke, but I knew I could run. Mm. And I knew, because I used to always love athletics and do it when I was in school. And then I, um, so it wasn't, that wasn't the problem. I can run and get around. I was trying to do 5Ks. I was doing twos, threes, fours. So first first thing was trying to get to five and I knew, okay, this is right on the edge. I'm doing twos and threes, three and a halfs, and then like cutting out. And I knew it's just a process. And when I, when I started doing the fives, it was like, can I get myself down to below like twenty five minutes? Yeah. Can I get to twenty? So I got so yeah, that's a good example for me anyway of where, you know, I was, it had an aim into. I was trying to get to, I didn't get to twenty. I got to about twenty two and a half, twenty two something like that, and then um, and but that was like run edge. And if I pushed it more and kept with it, then mm. I probably would have got down to twenty. Someone that started up that Pocker and I both know, he's now doing nineteens for fun. He's like, and he's average. He's averaging like twenty k. His twenty k average is doing like four, four and a half minutes, which is decent. Like um per per um wow. per k per oh, k. Okay, yeah. So if I stop with it, yeah. But it's kind of like I think when I'd done the five k and I got to like twenty two or something, I was almost happy with that. Mm. So yeah. How about you, P? Um, you know, it's funny. Literally, just before we we met up, I was reading something on Twitter. I've been quite active on there in terms of reading and actually tweeting as well. Mm. Um, where that Reese um, Wabara, I don't know if oh, the clo- 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 ex footballer clothing correct, guy. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I'm assuming I pronounce his name correctly. So I think he tweets quite. Um, he tweets quite frequently. Yeah. And he tweeted. I think it was this evening where it says, "If you don't look, if you don't look back at your work from six to twelve months mm. and hate it, you've either created a masterpiece or you're not mm. growing." Mm. It's probably the latter. Mm. So in reference to. Um, yeah. You were saying, sorry, um, living or not living on the edge and working kind of on the edge. Mm. Um, I just thought that had like a lot of um, um, relevance to that as to um, you pushing yourself and putting yourself in uncomfortable positions. Mm. But as to, let's say, uncomfortable positions, like I say myself with, with you know what? So I put two things down here. So I put public speaking and coaching. And mm. I guess from a, peop- from a speaking perspective, even on this podcast, actually, and actually, mm. I think one of your earlier questions in one of the earlier episodes were as to... Um, reasons why you actually do the podcast and I guess one of my reasons as to um, wanting to continue with the podcast I guess is because I feel speaking for myself is really really important for the field or Mm. fields that I want to get myself into so I think by planning preparing as to what I want to say etc etc and being comfortable on a microphone obviously comfortable like in this room is not really an issue but Mm -hmm. comfortable presenting either an argument or a point, et cetera, et cetera. Just things really, really important. And I guess that's that shares a lot of relationships with, um, or a lot of relations, sorry, with actual coaching, coaching with, with football to even an extent, although that kind of like is deep down inside me in terms of 
either passion or just inside me. I feel there are parts or elements of that that were not necessarily natural to me, to which I've had to kind of like develop over a long period of time, even like to the point where even recently where I've been back in it for, I don't know, just say a few months, if that makes any sense. I just feel like I've had to get back on a bike, you know, I've had to get back on the bike per se anyway, and feel my way out as to being more comfortable, talking to kids, et cetera, et cetera. But even you mentioned the school thing where that might not necessarily have been your thing to begin with or yeah, to begin with. Mm. Whereas, I don't know, it might have been a coaching thing because I'd been working like proper in professional football for a while and come out of that to go into into schools. Um, but I felt quite comfortable. And I guess what um, someone said to me was, is because I think a lot of, I have a lot of um, empathy, empathy or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it worked quite well. Um, yeah, so it worked quite well. Um, yeah, that, that's it. That's, yeah, that's that was good me. points. Cool. Yeah, very good points. <clears throat> How to stay focused when you get bored working on your goals. Before we even get into that chapter, mm. what's what's your driving force to complete your goals that you may set yourself? Just for me, it's not to perish is the wrong word, but not to like not leave anything, not to like just have been here and just been another person that was here. That's 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 for me what's important. And it's also to take on to take to go one step further than my parents mm -hmm. like whether that's leaving something for kids that i may have in the future or family members but it's just to go one step further like just to be once not in a rude way but be a step more knowledgeable or educated than the generation before me if that's possible okay. that's, that's that's for me like to leave something of knowledge or 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 mark of something i've done or just to be to um yeah, to, like otherwise, like it's a deeper conversation. But then you get to the point of what we're doing here, what what we're here for, blah 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 blah. It's just like yeah, you start to think real deep about that kind of stuff. It's the kind of questions, kind of thoughts that go through my head every day when I'm there working in this job that I'm doing, and I'm like, what's what's my my deep my deep meaning weren't this? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in a rude way, mm. but any bruv, yeah, let's okay. keep it let's keep it hundred percent true in it. Like anyone, you like that I work with, I'm sure they'll, if they kept it true to themselves, they'll say the same thing. Like my deeper meaning wasn't, wasn't this or isn't this. You know what I'm saying? If I mm. drop dead tomorrow, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. realest talk, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. It's the realest definitely. talk. But what about, what about on like even like a, like a smaller scale, not on like a, a deeper note? Yeah. But what about just like, um, I don't know, like minuscule goals, whether, I don't know, just fill in the blank almost. Um, all right, let's say for me to get a house. Yeah. Let's say something like that, yeah? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so what, like, to try, like, what keeps me going is, like, I have I have that ambition or goal to get, to get like, a house, it's like, how can I put it? Because a house is, like, most, like, when you look at Maslow, whatever, hierarchy of needs and having secure, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just more structure, stability and all that kind of stuff. So that's maybe, say, like, I'm doing this every day, like, in terms of working and all that kind of stuff. The end goal, or one of the goals, not the end goal, but one of the goals is to have more security, get a house, and so that when I'm, when we're, when I'm, we're ready to, to bring new life into this world, there's, it's more security based and stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? More, more of a platform there. So that was kind of, if you're looking at a small, let's say that's one goal of mine to achieve with what I'm doing day to day. Yeah. So that could be that as well. Cool. What about you, P? Um, 
Do you know what I was just thinking as you were saying that and mm. I almost lost my, my own thoughts because I know what my response is going to be. Mm. For you to thrive or for you to do well, do you, does there need mm. to be um, a sense of security? Because not I, sorry, not he, he said something as to a house. Yeah. And we were talking before we picked you up as to um, the German guy. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I just yeah, kind of put yeah. the, the two together. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, and yeah, I don't yeah. know what, what I said to you as to him. As to him, you, I mean, you mentioned him being young, 25-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <coughs> I don't know if I added to that, but I don't know. He's away for a couple of months, let's say, and he might have um, a financial cushion. He may not have the worry of, I don't know, he doesn't need to be an adult yet, you know? So yeah. he feels quite comfortable. He can do this, he can do that. He's not where we are, um, like 30 plus as to having responsibilities, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but like, again, we'll see my question is, do you need a sense of that? Do you need real security in order to, to thrive? Or uh, do you thrive under pressure? You do you not? Oh. Is that to me or French? Um, us, both of you, really. I mean, I'm happy to answer it, but I mean. Um, do you need security to thrive? Yeah, I mean, do you need that do you, do you need that cushion? Yeah, do you need that cushion? Um, it's, it's a weird one because I think on one aspect, it's maybe not having the security to fall back on makes you go harder. So you may it may push you to a degree to the point where because you've got nothing to fall back on, if you fall, then you're you're falling flat on nothing. So you have to keep yourself up. Whereas if you've got the security ready there, it makes you able to explore a bit more um, opportunities that you may not have if you was if you're so looking for that security as much. So there's just different aspects of how you want to look at that coin. Um, do you know what I was thinking to myself? Um, well, again, as you were speaking, as to, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I made an assumption as to maybe you needing security, maybe just based on the fact that you mentioned the house and all that type of stuff and our conversation about the, the German guy. Mm. Um, but like answering that question myself, I was thinking to myself, uh, maybe that's the reason, I mean, I thought initially that I don't need any security or I thrive when there isn't security. Otherwise I can be quite <coughs> lax and being comfortable is great to be fair, because I think you have a free mind and then mm. creativity, et cetera, et cetera, can flow. But I guess in my situation and even, I think even answering your question as to, I think, um, um, I think what my answer to your question was that what pushes me on, I think maybe from, from a minuscule perspective is, I hate letting myself down. Mm -hmm. So at this moment in time, I feel I'm in a low actually. And the reason why I'm in a low is because actually I'm behind. Mm -hmm. And because I'm behind actually, he's going to take a, in my mind, I feel he's going to take me a good month and a bit to kind of like climb out of this hole as to getting things um, achieved from a, from a perspective where it's financial actually, or whether it's actually getting things done, it's going to take me a while. And because, um, well, yeah, it's going to just take me a while, mm -hmm. really. So, um, but at the same time, um, like even if I'm being like personal, I, I can't afford to. I don't think I can afford to look back. Mm. I don't have any. I don't have. I don't think I can afford to look back. You know what I mean? Um, and I guess that's what pushes me on as well. When you say not to look back in terms of reminisce or just look at your mistakes that you made before, and like what what sense do you mean look back? Um, I guess they're both good. They're both both good points. But I mean, as to if I fall. I mean, ah, my famous words, I'll never be, I'll never be homeless. Mm. All right. So that's a cushion in some respect. Putting that on the t-shirt somewhere. Yeah, no, we got, <laughs> all right. I'll never be homeless. But at the same time, I feel I can't afford for things to fail. Things in life, things happen, you know, things will go wrong, et cetera, et cetera. And if I'm honest, you can learn from your mistakes and you can, you can go again. But I don't know, I just feel I got to a point in life where 
with what I want, things can't afford to go wrong. Of course, things do go wrong. I do know that. But I mean, I guess that's the attitude I have as to, and that's what pushes me on. You yeah. know, and I, I've even wrote it down, and I've said this several times in a podcast. I mean, Sir Alex Ferguson, his famous, it's not his famous words as such, but it's almost like when, when they win a title or, after, or, or following the end of a season, mm -hmm. he looks straight forward to the, the following season, whereas yeah. some people live in the here and now, which is great, mm. but they're celebrating, celebrating, celebrating whilst he's actually looking forward. It's great to achieve things, and I think you should... Um, enjoy those things, but also touching on the point in the subject as to, forget almost the point in the subject anyway, but I mean... Um, achieving that, like yeah, achieving your goals. You know, living living on that edge, you know what I mean? Yeah. You need something, you need a carrot almost dangling at you to to grab and go reach. To stretch, to Correct. stretch you, yeah. Cool. All right, so getting into it. The greatest threat to success is not failure, but boredom. We get bored with the habits because they stop delighting us. The outcome becomes expected. And as our habits become ordinary, we start derailing our progress to seek novelty. That's on page 234. At some point, everyone faces the same challenge on the journey of self-improvement. You have to fall in love with boredom. Furthermore, it goes on to say, we all have goals that we would like to achieve and dreams that we would like to fulfill. But if it doesn't matter what you're trying to become better at, if you only do the work when it's convenient or exciting. But yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So how have you kept doing what... How have you kept doing something when doing something... Hold on. How have you kept doing... How have you kept going when doing something even when you don't feel like to do it? <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> that that came out my out weird, my answer is I haven't, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, but we changing that. We changing that. Pox, Pox, I say you're more of a man that's pursued with things when, um, whether when whether you're up or down or they're up and down, you, you've cracked on stuff. What choice you got? You know, I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, mum. I mean, oh, mum, can you do it for me? That's that doesn't. That's In no me. way, we saying I look to mummy for anything. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, no. <laughs> sorry, I wasn't actually. Uh, but that was I guess the point I was making was. Um, if I don't do it, no one else is going to do mm, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, mm, so that, that means yeah. I, ha I have to get it done. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, yeah, no, we mm, said that. We mm, said that mm, from mm. before still, just because you've, you're the only one that you can rely, not even say rely on, but you're the mm. only one that's going to get things done that you want to get done. So that's just, that's it. There's a lot of things I don't want to do. I mean, ah, oh, I was even chatting with Mason on the way here. Like, ah, oh, it's not a good example. Last week, I received, I think it was a video that I needed to go through. And, and what I told Mason on the way home was, like, I purposely, I purposely, um, I'm going to watch the video this evening because I know I'm going to be angry mm. after watching the video. Mm. And that in the morning, like, I'll be, I'll have a, like, a clean slate. Does that make sense? Wait, what do you mean? Explain. I almost lost myself. I told to think, um, no. So I received the video, I think at literally, I think maybe that afternoon. Yeah. And I thought to myself, if I watch the video in the morning, I'll be angry and it will kind of like ruin your day. Ruin my day. Yeah, yeah. Watch at night and sleep off. Yeah, sleep yeah. it off yeah, and then yeah. boom. Okay. Um, but it's taking me a week to watch. No, so I've watched the video, but it's taking me a week to like actually start um, timestamp the video again as to what's right with the video and what's wrong with the video. Mm -hmm. And I guess there are things that I do. I just don't want to do. I don't have time to be doing those type of things. But who else is going to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I understand that. You know, in order to move forward or take another step, these things have to be done. You know, you got to do the ugly work. Mm, true. 
So professionals stick to the schedule. Amateurs let, let, let life get in the way. Professionals know what is important to them and work toward it with purpose. Amateurs get pulled off by the urgencies of life. And that's on page 236. Uh, do you want to go through the ch- chapter summary on page 237? Yeah. <laughs> Five points. So the Goldilocks rule states that humans experience peak motivation when working on tasks that are right on the edge of their current abilities. The greatest threat to success is not failure, but boredom. Very true. As habits become routine, they become less interesting and less satisfying. We get bored. Anyone can work hard when they feel motivated. It's the ability to keep going when work isn't exciting that makes a difference. Professionals stick to the schedule. Amateurs let life get in the way. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Part 20. The downside of creating good habits. Habits create the foundation for mastery. In chess, it is only after the basic movements of the pieces have become automatic that a player can focus on the next level of the game. The upside of habits is that we can do things without thinking. The downside of habits is that you get used to doing things a certain way and stop paying attention to the little errors. In fact, some research has shown that once a skill has been mastered, there's usually a slight decline in performance over time. That's on page 240. Is there any habit you have you could say you're a professional? No, I don't think so. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are things obviously well, I think there's things I'm good at but I couldn't honestly say there are things I'm at a professional level that's just and I'm not even I don't think I'm trying to be humble I'm just I'm not too sure mm-hmm. um, I think within work I've taken too many gaps so whether it's in education or whether it's in sport I've gone education then taking a break from education gone into sport taking a break from sport gone back into education does that make sense? Yeah. So although I've kind of like dipped my toes in in both of them I've kind of been either or in, in periods of time. So, I mean, there's been times when I've not worked in a school for, in fact, I've not worked in a school for three, four years. Been longer than that. Yeah, longer than that. It will be later, three years. But anyway, let's just say three, four years. And mm. then there's times when I have not coached for a good year, stroke two years. Mm. And I guess there may be high levels of efficacy mm. in either or, but because of the inconsistency in terms of work, I think I'd be wrong to say I'm a professional or I'm at that level. Yes, I might. In fact, in comparison with my peers, yeah, I might be the level, but I wouldn't say I'm professional, professional. And, and I don't, I'm not even too sure they would say that either. What about any habits though? Um, I think from 2000, nah, 2017 is even too early. I would say only over the past maybe 12, maybe 18 months, I guess good, good, good habits have become part of my like day-to-day routine as to maybe writing things down and mm-hmm. ensuring they're completed and stuff like that. They're becoming better, but definitely not professional. And I guess like the, even the analogy you gave or example in the book as to chess moves, and that's a, get, a great way to like maybe understand them, understand board and maybe a little bit more. When you're moving the pawn pieces and the right type of stuff, those are very, very simple moves. You know, that's like you're getting, I don't know, I can't think of something, but they're, they're your very, very simple moves you might do in a day-to-day life. But mm. I guess once you... Once you get to a stage where you've, I guess, moved those pieces up the field, then the more exciting moves start to come into play in terms of moving the rook, the bishop, and the horse, and all that type of stuff. And when things kind of like fall together, I mean, as to um, creating almost a plan as to how you're going to get the queen or get the king, etc., etc. Mm. So that's something I'm trying to get rid of, etc., etc. That's 
<laughs> what the etc etc yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a bad one etc <laughs> etc et what about you miss uh personal life no but professional life yo i got letters after my name b yeah <laughs> so <laughs> letters after Talk my name so. b <laughs> that's, that's young and me <laughs> um but yeah so professional life man's got letters and all that you know what i mean so you could say that that that's a habit uh, sorry that's a, a habit in terms of managing a construction project that you know or being yeah that's me would it? you say that's a habit or your yeah, it's probably not a habit. skill like your that's a, that's a professional skill, skill. <laughs> yeah um but yeah, I, I wouldn't say I've got, in terms of a, a habit, like, I don't know, I'll, I'll look at like running, for example, or something like that. I'm not a, perf- like, I haven't, well, I stopped that. But when I was doing that, football, I play football every week. Yeah. It's a habit and it keeps me fit. Um, But I'm not, yeah, I'm not at a professional level. I don't know. It's just kind of a good question, but it's a hard one to answer. Mm. I know it's not, it's not, yeah. uh, you can't really say I'm a professional. What, what habit could you really say? Yeah. Otherwise you'd be in the... The be professionals, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of this this particular habit. So I I don't really. D- did you answer the question yourself? Um, probably rolling up still. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, it's funny I'm in the that. league, B. Because I'm saying that 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 take consistency. That's you know what I'm mean? saying? I'm in, years. I'm in the league. <laughs> How does it take to? Because well, say habit it just depends. Ten thousand hours. Yeah. I've got that <laughs> <laughs> put that work in stamped boy alright <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah the, I mean yeah on on the general on the road that is a, a hard question to answer uh, so you can't you can't repeat the same things blindly and expect to become exceptional habits habits are necessary but not sufficient for mastery what you need is a combination of automatic habits and deliberate practice habits plus deliberate practice equals mastery Mastery is the process of narrowing your focus to a tiny t- <coughs> to a tiny element of success, repeating it until you have internalized the skill, and then using this new habit as the foundation to advance to the next frontier of your development. That's on page two forty. Is there anything that you would like to master? Yeah, there's quite a few things. For yeah, me, such yeah. such as uh, at least two languages in my lifetime. Mm. I like to master that. Um, I think as a as a as a as a nation, we are so ignorant, it's unreal. And it's only when you start to meet other people who either come over here to live and work or you go abroad <coughs> that you realise, yo, we're taking a f- <laughs> brick piss like mm-hmm. we are. Um, what other habits would I like to master? Um, there's a, yeah, there's a couple, man. Um, I'd like to be, I don't know if you can call it that, but I'd like to be a bit more structured and organised and be able to stick to stick to things more. I need to I need to learn or get into the habit of being able to plan out a day, a week, a month and see it through. I know that French, you're one that's good at that. Pox, I know you also make lists and do stuff like that as well. So I, that's what that's what I'd like to work on for myself. Because mm-hmm. I can do it for work. Yeah. But then in my personal life, it's 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 like... Because maybe the hours are not ticking or there's not someone, not there's someone on my back, but because the hours are not ticking behind, I'm not going to get into any issues or I'm not going to miss it. De- if I miss a deadline, it's, oh, just put it, set it back to next week. Mm. It takes discipline, which, you know, I've disciplined in so many areas, but then when it comes to my personal life and getting certain things done in personal, I'm not as disciplined. Mm-hmm. So that's something I like to, I like to accomplish and work more on. 
What about you, Pete? Um, I think mine are quite simple. So I would say <clears throat> coach, communicate, and inspire. But I, I mean, I like to believe the inspire would be, would um, in somewhat be encompassed in the coaching and the communicating. Okay. Yes, communicating as to just communicating with people, we communicating in sport, um, business, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah, and imagine again, obviously, the inspire would encompass or would be a part of the two. To, so to, to master inspire to inspire. No, no, no. So, um, so the, okay, I'll repeat so the question: we, Is there anything you would like to master? Okay, so I'll say coaching and communicating. Okay. So like, almost like educating and communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a simple answer. Yeah, just those two, I think. Cool. I was thinking um, accumulating and preserving monetary wealth. And that's I, really important. That's what I would want to master. Okay. Um, next part is how to review your habits and make adjustments. The way to be successful is to learn how to do things right, then do the same the way, then do the same way every time. Reflection and review enables the long-term improvement of all. Do you know what? I want to master reading out aloud at the moment. (laughs) That's my next one. (laughs) Reflection and review enables the long-term improvement for all habits because it makes you aware of your mistakes and helps you consider possible paths for improvement. Without reflection, we can make excuses, create rationality, rationalizations, <laughs> and lie to ourselves. This is page two four four. Is there anything you track and reflect out? Is there anything you? Ach- <laughs> oh, I'm having a mess. <laughs> All right. Is there anything you track and reflect on in your life? Um, I've begun tracking things. So before it was just to do lists, but yeah. now, um, it is actually what have I done? Let's say in my week or my month. I, I began with month. Mm. Um. But maybe as soon as I become better at doing the month, then I'll probably start doing weeks and stuff like that. Because I don't think I appreciate myself how much I get through. So even on the way in, I mean, I've actually got a few things done today, but I was able, I was unable to remember all I got done today because I'm, I just kind of crossed them off as if it was nothing. But they are like small steps in the right direction. And in fact, there's a few good milestones that have been hit like this week, you know, and that have made me happy. But um, I guess I've just kind of, well, I've moved on. On to the next one. Yeah, for me, um, no, but no, at the not at the moment. But obviously, I'm taking up Dutch, so we can come back to this. So this is February the whatever 2022. Mm. We track and reflect on this and come back, come back <laughs> on the same day. Let's see how I should be. Well, we Everything I'm saying right now, I should be able to say. I should be able to say in Dutch. Yeah. At the end of the year, there you we'll, go. We'll That's a track and reflect we'll, we'll circle back to this episode. <laughs> Or maybe mm. after the next season, we can have, you know, something. You can say thank you in Dutch or something. I don't know. Who knows? Know that already, bro. Okay. Yeah. Thank you all. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Come on. All right. All right. Um, all right. Cool. Improvement is not just about learning habits. It's also about fine tuning them. Reflection and review ensures that you spend your time on the right things and make sure your course corrections whenever necessary annual review a reflection of the previous year and that's something he speaks about on page 245 I don't know if either one I'm going to assume we haven't but he speaks about this in terms of having an annual review per year Mm. I thought that was really good and um, do you know sometimes we as people I think maybe even beforehand in previous seasons I thought being too organised can be like it make things boring 
Mm. You know, but I guess maybe through having lists and things like that, I guess you, you begin to see progress yourself. Mm. And an annual review, I think, is very, very useful. Truth be told, you be conducting it yourself. Mm. You know, and well, as Stephen Gerrard once said, I mean, if I was marking my own grades, I'd, I mean, I'd be the best in the class. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so I don't know if you need to do it yourself or mm. if you need someone to come in and assist you with a good point. some form of annual review. That's a good point. Could do it collectively. He also talks about integrity report, which is the halfway report, basically. Similar thing. Like a half yearly appraisal. Yeah, yeah, essentially for himself. But you know, that's a good point, Pete, in terms of <clears throat> you'll let yourself off or you're not accountable. But that's why having an accountability partner is also good for, for progress and, and monitoring your own steps or goals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd agree. But a lot, that, that'll need a lot of transparency as well because... Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I guess we share a lot, but I mean, if we're this is not a negative anyway, she perform. I guess there are things that I think deep down inside we want to achieve, but sometimes those things you don't entirely share mm. because they're quite, because they mean a lot to you actually, and there's a sensitivity around it. Mm. So obviously, I guess for there to be some form of annual review, there'll need to be a a, a bit more openness, and yeah, yeah, a bit more openness, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, um, but that can be done. I mean, they've got they've got like. I've seen um, like documents, accountability partner documents, where you both sign it and you stipulate what the parameters are of how you're going to move forward, how you're going to keep each other accountable. Do you know what I mean? It's amazing, actually, because I actually have in my little to-do, well, it's, it's named to-do list, but deep down inside it, I have things as to what I wanted to achieve for the year, maybe even next year as well. And I occasionally go through and I go, you know what, actually, I did quite well with that. Mm. Or there's only one thing off that I didn't do, you know, and it's moved into the following year and stuff like that. But I guess throughout the course of that year, there hasn't been enough, again, again accountability mm -hmm. um, as to tracking my results and my progress and my performance. Um, but I guess this year and let's say, well, this year, this year's only begun, but this year, I like to believe there'll be a lot more, I don't know, you can tangibly see things, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I like to believe so. Cool. Want to add to that, Miss? Uh, no, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, no, 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 just, we don't need to answer every time. How <laughs> <laughs> to break the beliefs that you hold back. In the beginning, repeating a habit is essential to build up evidence of your desired identity. As you latch onto that new identity, however, those same beliefs you can hold can hold you back from the next level of growth. When working against you, your identity creates a kind of pride that encourages you to deny your weak <coughs> spots and prevents you from truly growing. This is one of the greatest downsides of building habits. That's on page 247. Have you experienced an identity that holds you back from growth and what was it? One that just <coughs> come to mind is... Um, how do I say this um, PC-ish? I don't know, we as people, and I forget, black, we as black people, I mean, mm. there's a stigma attached to us as to who we are, what we do, et cetera, et cetera. And I guess um, with time and growth as young people, when we are young, we need to understand we're more than what would be stigmas and some of the negative connotations that, that follow us around. Sure. Um, so that, that would be one. Um, and I guess... I don't want to say I've lost the question, but even the ones that the voices in our head as to some of those things that um, provide like doubt and stuff like that. It takes a long, long time to outgrow them or fight against those thoughts. 
Cool. Two things for me. One is comfortability. So being comfortable, too comfortable almost. And what you said, you mentioned earlier, P, about um, safety and, and, and like... Um, if you fall back, actually, you're not falling. You're, you're like either, you, either, either you don't have anything to fall back on, which kind of means you can just go fully hard. Or not even you can, but you go fully hard, knowing what well, the fall down is not so bad. Or you you risk it all, as to say. But then actually, you you might lose quite a bit, which actually maybe you're not comfortable enough or willing to lose. So that's one thing. The other thing for me is in terms of restricting my growth. I have people, some people around me who for them, even where I'm at now is like, you've done so well. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm like, nah. And they're like, and even the other day I worked on, on Sunday at my Sunday place. And uh, there's, we've got a new manager in there now, yeah? Who it was, was quite ironic because he used to work there 15 years ago at my level and now he's now a manager there. A cool guy, very cool, like downtown, you can chat to him or whatever. And he was like, right, you do this, because I told him about the podcast, I told him, like, obviously I've got a full-time job and blah, 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 and this, and he was like, right, you're busy, and I, you're busy, I was like, he's like, you're doing a lot, I said, I'm not doing enough, like, mm. bro, because I still feel like I've got bare spare time in my head, and my on my hands, which mm-hmm. I don't occupy to the fullest and make the most of, mm-hmm. so it's weird how some other people's perception could be you're doing a lot, mm. but in your own head, and you know, you know in it, like, you know, if you've got time to be doing other stuff, you can make a time and really organize your time to be doing other stuff. So you know, actually, yo, two, three f- more things are achievable if I really knuckled down, or if the pressure, if the pressure was really, really on life or death, or you could. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the brain power there to achieve it. You know. Yeah. So it's it's that's the other thing when you have people who are close to you and they mean good, well, and good, and say say good things because they're right, but then you know deep down. You're, what you're capable of will know that actually I'm not the cleverest person on earth but I know that my intellectual ability and also how I am as a person I, like I could I could strive and achieve more so that's the two things for me that kind of hold me back if that makes sense or potentially can no I a great point yeah man. great point sorry do you want to add something <clears throat> this is not anyway I don't even know why I'm well I do know what I'm saying this but it's not necessarily anyway let me just say it so um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just say it instead of dancing around. So I literally I read this again, obviously just before coming. So someone had someone posted this. I think about how many websites, podcasts, YouTube channels, and social media accounts were abandoned, and because <laughs> all right, it's laugh at Andrew time. So I'll start again. I think about how many websites, podcasts, YouTube channels, and social media accounts were abandoned because they didn't grow fast enough. A lot of people who make it just stuck. Yeah, a lot of people who make it just stuck around. They mm. aren't even that good at the very least they aren't better than they could have been. So I guess I think the point made within that is consistency. What's going on here? I don't know. What's... But you raise a good point. Because... No, no, no. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't French was like putting at the door. I think he thought someone was going to come in. I don't know. <laughs> nah, bro, you made a good point. Do you know why? I listened to a G Fresh interview earlier. Yeah. Uh, was it the one he's um, drinking? The... Is that recent or recent one? I, I think it's recent. It was with ZZ Mills. Oh, no. I and he said, um, he said something about, there's a load of, he's talking about music-wise, there's a load of shit, but sometimes shit just sticks around. <laughs> as in like, it's just there. 
So actually, it, it does something. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, there's a lot of shit, like, because the market, the music market is so accessible, i.e. you can just put your Spotify, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. Like, there's a load of shit to wave through. But actually, sometimes the shit just fucking stick. Sorry, the shit just sticks around. So you made a good point. In that, you made a point of what you're saying that reminisced with me because I've listened to that G Fresh interview earlier. Yeah, so like, just just being consistent, I think it it means a lot. You know, having a lot of durability mm. um, will take you far. No facts. Yeah, and there's even something else I wanted to add as well. Um, uh, I know you, the question you asked my mum was, um, uh, "Am I am I treating her right, or am I being nice, or something like that?" So when I pick P up, his his mum, his mum, this guy's match, this mad God, his mum passed her. She was going in, yeah. yeah. Like people wasn't even gonna acknowledge her. So like I found out they went to say hi and whatnot, yeah. and she's like, "Oh hi," and it's like P, it's almost like. I've, I think, P, if you could have said it at that point, say, just drive, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's because well, basically I couldn't find, because it was dark, I couldn't find the thing to wind on the yeah, window, yeah. but she hung, I knew she just wanted to say hi, innit? Yeah. So I just tried to wind on the window, she's standing around. I think, P, oh, here we go. Yeah, Please imagine that. Do you know what? Two things. So, Defend actually, yourself. I, no, no, no. Yeah, no I, he, no, he's not wrong, but he's not right. I mean, I, no, I understand why he would have said, let's just drive, because that may be how my body my body language was. Yeah. But what I did explain to Mason was is that we had a little tiff this morning. So mm. I don't know if that was at the back of my mind. Okay. Um, oh, I, I mentioned it after anyway, so that might have been in the back of my mind. Um, but also why I mention it is, because I think the question he asked my mum was, am I treating her well or am I treating her right? Yeah. And is he looking after you? Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, what, that's yeah, what he yeah. said. Okay. Um, so I have mentioned that in recent what weeks. What did he say? Um, go on. I, no, no, be honest. no, I missed half of it, but it wasn't that you were looking after her, boy. She's looking after you. <laughs> um, no, um, I, I don't know what she said anyway. Yeah. Um, something of that nature as to basically, I'm I'm not looking after her anyway. <laughs> so, um, I guess the um, the battle, I guess, in some of the stuff that I am doing is I don't get to spend my time where I would like to yeah. spend my time, whether that's with family and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And there's something else, but we've had a bit, a few, you know I mean, laughs in between. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. All right, so the band who produces a mind-blowing first album then gets stuck in a rut. The tight, the tighter we cling to an identity, the harder it becomes to grow beyond it. One solution is to avoid making any single aspect of your identity an overwhelming portion of who you are. The key to mitigating these losses of identity is to redefine yourself such that you get to keep important aspects of your identity, even if your particular role changes. That's on page 248. For example, I'm an athlete becomes I'm the type of person who is mentally tough and loves a physical challenge. When chosen, when chosen effect and the identity can be flexible rather than brittle, like water flowing around obstacle around an obstacle, your identity works with the changing circumstances rather than against them. How would you describe your identity? Do you know what? I don't even know. It's a wide, it's a wide, it's a wide yeah. kind of varying question. Because I feel like the answer, the last one. Yeah, the, I think the answer any of us give now, if you ask us again in 18 months, yeah. it could be completely different. Yeah, that's true. I know deep down what, well, not that what I want. I know... I, I, I'm more about morals and I know where my moral compass is. Do you know what I'm saying? And I know deep down that that will strive and live through me no matter how much identity might change and be perceived to people or how it changes within me. I know that my morals is, I've always said this, that my morals is my key compass and like doing something that I know is, 
sticks well with me. Like I could I could do something and within a couple minutes be like, oh, I could think about doing something. A couple minutes be like, no, nah, I can't. Like I wouldn't feel right. Like what did I see the other day? I took my mum to something. This is not even her birthday. Then I took us. Where did I take her, man? When we went Lion King to see my cousin perform in Lion King. Mm. And like, I bought food. I literally bought food. I bought like some fast, something fast food. I can't remember what it was, but some fast food because we needed to, I needed to just have something to eat before we went in quickly. And as I've walked past now, I've seen a woman begging. And like, I'm a man like, normally I'm, I'm don't really, I'm not one, I, now and again, I'll get, I'll distribute like a little change, pocket change or a little, because I got pocket change to one black brother that I see the other day as well in West Eden. But now and again, very seldom, but, I remember I was standing outside a Sainsbury's with my mum. I was waiting for, I think I was waiting for my, for my missus in Sainsbury's to come out. So I'm there, imagine I'm eat, there eating chips one by one. And there's a woman sitting across me now on the floor. And she actually had tears coming out of her eyes as well. She wasn't begging man for nothing or nothing, she just had tears. I said, I'm here eating chips that like I could quite easily go without. And I said, you know what? Nah, like I thought, and I think the fact that I stood around if I just walk past, then obviously it's, you know what I'm saying? It's out of the way. But the fact that, like, I I stood there waiting outside Sainsbury's, eating a chip, looking, eating another chip, looking. I'm like, yo, like, I actually, this is, you're taking, in my head, I was like, you're taking a piss. Like, it's more like you're teasing on purpose. So, do you know what? Nah, here you go. So, I gave her the little chips I had left, maybe a little chicken wings or strips or something. And then it forced, my mum had something actually. My mum said, give her this as well. So, mom, so I gave her that. And then I even like went back and gave her napkins and a juice. And like, she said, like, oh, thank you so much. She actually started crying. No, she said, thanks so much. I walked back and then my mum said, oh, you know, she's crying now. Mm-hmm. I was like, rah, like I didn't like, just a little cool. That's like a two, three, four pound. Yeah. That until today, I hadn't even thought about again. Yeah. To her, it was like, I've got something to eat just for this evening. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just little things like that. And it's about your morals, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, like your morals are always going to sit with you. You can be a certain way with people, but when it's just you alone, you're, you're still, you're, like I'm saying, are you that same person in terms of your morals and like knowing you're not, like I'm not, I'm not out trying to defraud no one or anything like that. Do you get what I'm saying? I know back home as well. I'm not going to be a man that sends out one of them scammer emails saying, yo, yo, sweetie, like, yeah, me need, like, we can give you, like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, I mean, bruv, did you, you tell, I was asking you, wonder who told me about it, was it you? I don't, I just see someone, it pop up the Yeah, day, someone still. told me about Tinder Swindle, I saw it pop up. That's a program, isn't it? Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, everyone's talking about it. Oh, is everyone talking about it? I might catch it then. But mm. but yeah, I know for a fact that like, things wouldn't, whether I'm with a group or by myself, there's certain things that won't sit comfortable with me. Like, there's there's other things, but like there's certain yeah. things I know just, and it's the older I've got, because when I was young and a kid and stupid, like 18, I've done certain things where, now I wouldn't even consider that. Like stupid things. Do you get what I'm saying? Like dumb, like dumb, dumb, dumb things. That, like, like, I'm not going to snitch on myself. We live and we learn, don't worry. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I just know like my morals is, that's the thing rather than identity. That's what I, that's what I identify with and making sure that that's with my moral code and compass. Because I'm not really religious like that, which a lot of people can use their holy scriptures to to kind of help direct their path, their life, their vision, and also how they <coughs> behave, treat others. Mm. I don't have that because I don't follow a, a, a holy scripture as such, but I do have like these morals that, I don't know if they've been bestowed on me, but or life has directed me in this way to have these morals, but I'm happy with where my morals are at. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's why I kind of live and, and move by, if that makes sense. I think what you said was well said. I mean, I found it interesting in that, 
I think before you started, I was thinking the listeners may actually look at us completely different mm. to us two or see how we individually look at us. That was, that, that was a point I was going to make as well. How do you around each other? How do you often. look at yourself? And then school, this, you know what I mean? There's mm. so many different views and lenses to which we can be looked at because in some respect, we probably show different faces, but obviously I know we're ourselves. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't say that's it, but I think Lee kind of like no, no, it quite well. No, no, he rounded it off quite well. So, um, we can finish it off there, really. I think there's a couple points that I was going to read out. Um, then the chapter summary and conclusion, then we could wrap it up. But yeah, no, well said, Mace. Cheers, man. Uh, so, so habits deliver numerous benefits, but the downside is that they can lock us into previous patterns of thinking and acting, even when the world is shifting around us. Everything is impairment. Life is constantly changing, so you need to period, periodically check in to see if your old habits and beliefs are still serving you. A lack of self-awareness is poison. Reflection and review is the antidote. And that's on page 25. Do you want to um, finish off with the chapter, chapter summary there on 249? <coughs> yep. <coughs> right. The upside of habits is that we can do things without thinking. The downside is that we stop paying attention to little errors. Habits plus deliberate practice equals mastery. Reflection and review is a process that allows you to remain conscious of your performance over time. The tighter we cling to an identity, the harder it becomes to grow beyond it. Conclusion. The secret to results that last. The holy grail of habit change is not a single 1% improvement, but a 1,000 of them. Hmm. It's a bunch of atomic habits stacking up each one a fundamental unit of the overall system and that's on page 251 this is a continuous process there is no there is no finish line there is no permanent solution whenever you're looking to improve you can rotate the four laws of behavior change until you find the next bottleneck make it obvious make it attractive make it easy make it satisfying round and round always look for the next way to get one percent better it's on page 253 253 <laughs> That's the end of the book. Um, is there any other points that you wanted to make, uh, P or Mace, before we wrap it up? No, no points. Thought it was a very good book. Cool. All right, so we're, we'll get into the book review and we'll share our, our thoughts on the book overall. Uh, do you want to wrap up there, uh, Mace? Yeah, just thanks for listening to this season again. Um, that was Atomic Habits by James Clare. Um, as per usual, we love any feedback you have, any thoughts that you have on the book. We have social media profiles. We have an Instagram at full underscore e. No, what? Full underscore e underscore booked. We have Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, SoundCloud. So any of those platforms, just go on, have a listen, um, have a butchers, leave some feedback, leave some comments, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Yeah.